This is Coach Chris Laughlin, and welcome to the Blue Wave Weightlifting Podcast. Alright, welcome back guys and girls. Uh, today we are doing another Thursday Q&A. Um, I'm going to have to stop doing these outside soon. It's You're just going to see me sweating and breathing heavily. And uh, it's going to make me look very out of shape. Um, but today we are going to uh, talk about a couple things. Um, in the past, I've gotten a few questions about this. So I'm going to kind of lump some of them together with some questions I've gotten recently. But basically, it's um, about proper warm-ups um, for uh, anything from fitness to a workout to weightlifting. Um, we'll make it a little bit more specific to weightlifting. And then um, the mobility exercises kind of necessary for Olympic weightlifting. Um, again, some of this stuff I could talk about for an hour. So we're going to make this one quick. And then maybe I'll just get somebody on to really talk more in depth about mobility um, and things like that. But uh, let's, let's first address kind of this warm-up. Um, when it comes to warming up for training... Um, there's one, there, okay, there's maybe two main things we're really trying to accomplish. One is to get your body prepared for what it's about to do. So, um, you know, you want to make sure that you're, you're moving well enough to where uh, you can move pretty freely with whatever exercises you're about to train. And then two is also to uh, get your, your mind kind of switched over from whatever's been going on throughout the day to focusing on specifically what you're going to be doing um, as far as training goes. So you want to have that transition from getting out of your car or work or something like that. You almost want this buffer time of warming up to kind of get you in this new mode of training. Um, But then you also want to utilize that time to get your body prepared for said training. Um, Me... I have some bias, so there's things that I would suggest people to do, but I also, you know, have a lot of freedom in what my athletes are going to do as far as warm-up goes. Um, The reason is, is because of that needing to get your body and mind ready is probably going to look a little bit different for a lot of people. So if somebody enjoys coming in and having the low stress of sitting on a foam roller for five minutes or the low stress of maybe just sitting down and stretching for a little bit and they feel like that is beneficial for them and kind of gets them in the mode that they need to to start training, then I'm not going to be the one to say, you know, static stretching at the beginning of your workout is pointless and nobody should do it Um, because that might be exactly what that person needs to. Maybe not exactly what they need for their body, but it might be more of what they need for their mind. Um, so if somebody enjoys some of these types of warm-ups that they, maybe they've been doing for years and, uh, and it's just something that kind of gets them in their training mode, then they can continue doing that and they should continue doing that. It could be very beneficial. It could be something that really prepares them or gets them ready for competition, puts them in the right mindset. So there's really nothing wrong with anything you're doing prior to uh, training. Um, So that's a bit of a pet peeve of mine when people are like, you do this and you only do this. Um, That being said, if somebody were to just ask me about a warm-up, 
Um, you know, I have my things that I think are mostly important. Um, I'm a fan of uh, dynamic type warming up, which means not like sitting and doing a static stretch or where, you know, you're just like sitting in a straddle and reaching towards one toe for a while. Um, you know, a dynamic would be more like uh, you kind of just move in and out of that kind of position. Um, even better dynamic movement would be stuff that's more specific to what you're doing. Um, so, uh, get your body kind of loosened up moving. So my approach would be, we're going to probably do about, uh, a minute to five minutes of just, uh, monostructural movement, like, uh, uh sit in a bike for a little bit to get your heart rate up some, get your core temperature up some, uh, something that's not real taxing, but kind of gets your, your body uh, warmed up a little bit. And then we'll start going through sequences of uh, kind of preparation for specifically what we're going to do. Um, so that could look like, uh, for me, I really like locomotion. So maybe doing some walking lunges, some bear crawls, um, you know, things like that. Uh, might include a little bit of uh, activation, so maybe some uh, hanging on the bar and pulling the shoulders down, uh, kind of in and out of that, or so we're loading it just a tad, or uh, let me think, um, you know, things like glute bridges where you're laying on the ground, you're lifting your hips and squeezing your, your butt uh, really hard, make sure we're kind of getting equal firing on both sides. Something where we're moving and we're getting the body kind of prep uh, prepared for this, but that's going to be, you know, that, that's only going to be about a, you know, five to ten minute sequence. And then most of the warm up is going to come in the form of uh, the barbell. So now if we've got uh, snatch and clean and jerk or snatch, squats and pulls or whatever it's going to be that day, um, we're going to spend most of the time uh, warming up with weights. So we'll grab onto the bar, um, you know, uh, a sequence of some back squats, some overhead squats, some front squats, behind the neck presses, some RDLs, and then start going through the sequences. Um, if you have snatches that day, maybe we start warming up with some, uh, you know, a few muscle snatches, snatches from the hip, hang snatches, then from the floor, and then we're going to take our time warming up with weight. So now we're going to start out with 40 kilos, 60 kilos, 80 kilos, and you just start kind of working your way up. Um, if you start feeling like movement is off or things aren't loose or ready, then you use those lower percentages to kind of fix that. Um, that can be a, a uh, you know, another pet peeve of mine, if something doesn't feel good or doesn't feel right yet, then don't move up and wait. So if I'm not feeling warmed up or not feeling really primed or fast or, or loose, then I might take a 50% snatch upwards of 10 times before I move up. And then once I start feeling good, once the movement starts feeling good, then we start kind of continuing to climb from there. So most of the warm-up is going to be in the form of your barbell. Everything before that is just to kind of get your body, your core temperature up, get uh, your joints moving a little bit, uh, prime some of the muscle groups, and uh, kind of just, you know, get your mind ready for training. Um, and so that should be a pretty quick process. It doesn't have to take real, real long. Um, now, where it could take a little bit longer is if you have, um, you know, prehab stuff that you're having to do. But that's, that's closer to the form of training, the way I would look at it. So part of your training would be, you know, if you have to do these banded sequences for your shoulders. 
And so if there's this prehab and rehab portion of your, uh, of your training, it's not, I wouldn't lump all that into saying that that's part of your warm-up. I'd say that's part of your training. So we get warmed up, and then we might have to do some of this prehab work, and then we get into our barbell sequences to warm up specifically for our other movements. Um, that's just, you know, those are just things that people specifically have to work on. And that just needs to get added into like in your mind, part of your training. So if you know that your warm up is a 15 minute sequence and then, uh, your barbell work is going to be an hour's worth of work. And then your accessory work is in 30 minutes of work, but you know that you, every day you've got this 15 minutes of, uh, prehab or rehab, then that just needs to be part of the time frame that you allocate for that. And just know that that's what you're going to be working in. Um, so outside of specific things that people need to work on for injury or injury uh, mitigation, um, the warm-up should be pretty simple and pretty straightforward. Um, but keep in mind, if there's something that you like doing, just just keep doing it. It's okay. It's fine to just do something that you like doing. Um, if you feel like it's beneficial, then to some extent it's beneficial, even if it's just in the mind feeling like it's beneficial. That is very, very important. Um, this is going to kind of roll us right into some mobility. Uh, mobility work for weightlifting. Again, we, we, we are a little bit limited. We don't have full-time weightlifters, so we are a little bit limited in time. And so I'm a huge fan of just very specific mobility. Um, so I don't like to spend a whole lot of time on a lot of these outside mobility movements that don't transfer directly over to snatch and clean and jerk, especially if our goal is snatch and clean and jerk. Um, so if I were to highlight the most important mobility, it's probably going to be practiced with a barbell. Um, if I want somebody to be able to get, you know, into a comfortable overhead squat, uh, I'm not going to waste a whole lot of time, um, you know, mashing on this one muscle group and doing these specific stretches and then this whole sequence and all that. What I'm most likely going to do is get the barbell overhead and have them start sitting into an overhead squat. And they're going to push as low as they can. They're going to hold that position for a little bit. Those flies are crazy right now. They're going to hold that position for a little bit. And then we're going to come back up out of it. And then, so not only are we working on their mobility, but we're also getting them better at snatch because now we're working a very specific movement. They're going to start getting comfortable in that overhead squat position. They're going to get comfortable uh, with the barbell overhead. It's going to make them more familiar with the position we're going to be pulling into in the snatch. So I, I'm always a fan of try to be as specific as possible. You need to get better at the front rack position. We'll get a full grip or use straps and get the barbell in the front rack position. And that way we're stretching out the shoulders and the back um, as opposed to just letting the fingertips, you know, roll back and kind of bending the wrist back kind of position like specifically work on the front rack, but just do it by doing the front rack. So I'm a big fan of use the straps or get a full grip on it, get in the front squat position, and then start doing some front squats in that full grip. Start do your warm-up sequence of front squats in that full grip every single time to get better at that front rack. So whatever your, you know, uh, deficit is, try to use a specific movement to work on it, a specific movement in 
in the case of what you're trying to accomplish. So for us, it's going to be snatch and clean and jerk. So if there's something that is more specific to that, that's going to be the mobility exercise I choose. You want to get your hamstrings more flexible, then we might be doing a little bit more uh, RDLs. Um, so think about it in those terms is how specific can we get and will those address it first? If those don't address it first, then you start moving into the additional mobility stuff. Um, where I like to factor in mobility work is usually in like accessory work at the end. So I do also program. I mean, outside of giving them stuff specific with the barbell and uh, movement-based stuff at the beginning, um, where we'll always do mobility. So every one of my athletes, even those that have great mobility, we always do it in accessory work. So I just add it usually into some of our circuit training. So if we've got, um, you know, our accessory work might be some pull-up training, uh, some dumbbell rows, but then we might add in like uh, some knee flexion mobility or some, uh, you know, banded shoulder mobility or pass-throughs or something like that. So then they'll go through that circuit, but part of that circuit's always going to be a mobility movement. This kind of guarantees that we're hitting some mobility every single day and regularly as well. Um, so it's another way of kind of sneaking it in there without adding a whole lot of extra time specifically for mobility. Um, that being said, if you have additional time, um, there's nothing wrong with doing a mobility workout on a regular basis. If anything, it's great. I mean, in gymnastics, we would have a mobility training portion. We would have a, uh, a stretching mobility or a stretching portion of it. And, uh, you know, that was just part of our training. We would factor that in that an hour is allocated to that. Now, we'd be training, you know, three, four hours a day. So it's a little bit different. But uh, if you have the time, there's nothing wrong with doing some uh, a mobility um, you know, training session. Um, now if you don't have the time, be as specific as possible and work it in kind of where you can. So for us, it's going to be like with accessory work. Um, the required mobility, I mean, the most important things are that you can get into a good squat. Um, you can get into a good overhead position and, uh, you know, you want to be able to get the back into an extension or arch, especially at the bottom of your uh, your setup position. Um, so, and then ankles. Uh, the good thing about your ankles, though, is even if your ankles aren't great, we wear weightlifting shoes, which give us a little more range of motion with the ankles. So if your ankles are decent, then they're usually uh, the weightlifting shoes more than enough to, to give us the mobility we need. Um, and so those are really kind of the big ones. Uh so the overhead, the front rack, the and then the squat position. And so if you wanted to spend extra time throughout the day, uh, some of the best things you can do is sit into a squat. Um, some of the best things you can do is, you know, get against the wall and just slide your hands up and down with your back flat against the wall. So little things like that that you can think about doing throughout the day can transfer over really, really well once we get into the barbell later in the day. And those are things that you can kind of do all the time. I mean, people see me while I'm coaching and I'm always doing some, you know, uh, ankle stretch or wrist stretch or cars type movements just because continuing to move kind of helps keep those things primed and ready to go. Um, that's why we typically lose mobility when we aren't moving as much. So the sedentary lifestyle, the sitting around, um, you know, that's for a long periods of time, that's almost the biggest detriment to our mobility. So if you can think more in terms of 
I'm not going to spend all of my day sitting around, then you're going to feel like you can be more quickly prepared to train. Um, if what you do is sit around all day, lay around all day, and then you go to the gym and you try to snatch and clean and jerk heavy and then you go right back to sitting around all day and all that kind of stuff, that's the recipe for injury, things getting tight and that so on. So if you can think about just kind of making sure that your body continues to move throughout the day, you're going to find that you don't have as many mobility deficits as you thought when, uh, when it comes to getting warmed up in your training sessions and your performance of snatch and clean and jerk. Um, I think I've probably talked, uh, you know, over maybe my 10 to 15 minute cap that I try to do on these Thursday ones, but we'll talk about the, uh, you know, my specific mobility exercises that I choose almost every single training cycle in an upcoming video. Um, if you like this kind of stuff and you want more of it, you can always help out by subscribing and submitting questions that you would like answered. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, there should be a subscribe button somewhere on this side. Um, if you're listening to this, just giving us a rating is a, a huge help. Um, it, other than that, um, hopefully we'll, we'll hear you guys' uh, questions soon. And uh, next Thursday we'll get back on and answer those. And uh, also tune in. Usually about every Tuesday we have a guest that we talk to. And uh, that's usually a little bit longer format. We usually talk for about 45 minutes to an hour or so. And um, those are always kind of fun to catch up with uh, usually local people. Sometimes I do some call-in stuff um, on just kind of what their experience in fitness and weightlifting is. Um, all right. Talk to you guys soon. Bye.